0: More ready than I'll ever be, which is not much.
1: <laughs> well, we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, everybody. <laughs> Hello, all the little robots in my computer. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Mirrorbox Films podcast. We are a movie production company and online community built around genre films that reflect humanity. I'm Sonya May, writer, editor, and director of content marketing for Mirrorbox Films.
0: Uh, And I'm Hudson. I'm clearing my throat, Phillips. Uh, I'm a writer and a producer, and I am founder of Mirrorbox Films. So, um, gosh, why do we do this podcast? Why are we even doing this anymore? We're up to nine episodes. We are, we are. So really our goal (laughs) (laughs) Is to um, just change the way people think about movies, change the way people think about art a little bit, um, to explore fun, awesome genre films, and to inspire people. We want more people to create, and (laughs) Sonia just moved the mic away from me because I'm spitting. No, you're just very enthusiastic. Enthusiastic. You're just just a little... Gotta keep up the energy. You're peaking. You're you're peaking
1: a little bit.
0: (laughs) And so we want to inspire people to create more. We want people to find their dreams and follow them when we talk Talking about that a little bit today, each month, which is a theme that influences our blog and podcast. And this month's theme is
1: independence.
0: Independence. My favorite thing. Yeah. So today we'll be talking about politics and Independence Day in the United States. So, Sonia, how do you feel about being wrong? registered as an independent and? <laughs> No, we will be talking about just what that means to us. What does independence mean? Especially in the film world, there's kind of a buzzy thing, independent film. We'll talk a little bit about what that means and how people interpret that. But let's go way back for me and what, like a year for you. So an easy way to understand independence is, you know, you grew up with your parents and then you take off on your own. So going back to graduating high school, what, what did independence mean to you at that time?
1: Independence meant moving a bajillion states away Uh, and... As far as possible. (laughs) And living my own life. I mean... I don't know. For me, independence upon, like, graduating high school, it's weird. Like, my parents were very good at raising you to want to leave the nest and, like, being prepared to leave the nest, you know? That's like great. They sent me to a lot of sleepaway camps and stuff during summers and everything, not, like, like as a punishment kind of thing. Like, it was <sighs> it was <Morning> because, school. <laughs> no, it was, it was so that I could be able to sustain on my own, and I'm very grateful to them for that. Yeah. But, yeah, and so, I mean, like, graduating high school, getting to go off into college, and making my own decisions. It was, it was just a rad time, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, then, and, and then the crippling reality of adulting <laughs> hit.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, it lasted. Um, yeah, ultimately independence, I guess, is about freedom and about taking your life into your own hands. For me, that meant moving from my high school bedroom down to my parents' basement. Uh, <laughs> my mom would still fold my clothes for me. No, I'm just kidding. I also moved out of the house at some sure. point. Sure. Along, along yeah. It's been so long. So uh, independence can mean different things for different people. So let's say you're a small business owner. You probably started your own business because you wanted more freedom with hours or more freedom to um, be your own boss or more freedom to take time off when you needed to. Maybe for a filmmaker, maybe it's driven by ego. Maybe you're like, I don't want people telling me what to do. I want to create whatever I want to create. And I have a vision and I want to see this, that through. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Or maybe it's about, let's say you're a musician and you don't like the way that record labels take advantage of young musicians and make you know a dollar for every album that you sell and you make one penny for every album you sell and so there's many different ways to that we want to fight for independence and many different reasons to fight for independence so Sonya when you think of independent film what what do you think of
1: when I think of independent film I think of well it's actually changed over the years for me It used to be that I would think of just, like, lower-budget kind of things that people... A certain aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, the Little Miss Sunshines of the world. Right. But then now, when I think of independent film, I think of a group of collaborators coming together and creating what they want to make and being able to fund it on their own and, like, figure out, or at least figure out on their own how to get funding.
0: Yeah, I encourage anyone, if you want your definition of independent film shattered just go to a film festival sometime <laughs> and take in some films because you will see movies that are made you know uh on weekends and shot on an iphone you'll mm-hmm. see movies that are made for five bucks and um you'll see some that are that are some of the best movies you'll ever seen, but they're they're small they're tiny and they're yeah. they're, they're completely independent um, yeah like they, this
1: this cool little film that i saw once i think it was called this world alone oh yeah in case yeah. you don't
0: know, uh, so we made a movie <laughs> called This World Alone <clears> that very much changed our view of independence and what that looked like yes. um, that Sonia and I both worked on as editor and writer and script supervisor I mean people can't
1: see you pointing so (laughs) so I did all of those things actually this entire film was all on my back
0: yeah so that movie for us was a a, a big eye opener in part because uh, you just don't realize how much work it is to make a movie, um, it gave me an infinite amount of respect for everybody who makes the effort to do that. Because we're talking about you know financial strain, we're talking about taking time off from our full time day jobs, we're talking about traveling around to film festivals, you're talking yeah. about like years of your life to see this thing from beginning to end, and um, just the utmost respect. So why why do filmmakers put themselves through that? What, what is it worth it to go through? All of that years of pain and struggle because we're all sadists <laughs> I think it's all worth it simply when you are doing what you feel like you're made to do mm-hmm. so for me it's writing for me it is the second that I first wrote a short story in seventh grade I felt alive for the first time. Um, And I know for you, Sonia, writing is very much a passion as well. And you've dipped a toe in all these other worlds as well. So what what is it about the filmmaking process that that really lights you up? What's your thing that makes you feel alive about it?
1: I think it's just being able to have a creative outlet and being able to do it with other people. Because I grew up, as I was saying, you know, a very independent person. I even like even as a kid and it's nice to actually you know get to collaborate with others instead of having everything on my back because I did not have everything on my shoulders <laughs> for this world alone i was only there as yeah. the scripty and assistant share. editor but it's a long process as hudson was saying i mean the pre-production process and then production itself even though for us it was only 10 days but then post production you know could take forever depending on the film and the crew that you have for post and then if you're an independent film hopefully you're going to do a film festival circuit and that's also going to take a long time for you and it's a commitment but it's one for me that i wouldn't want to be doing anything else. You know, yeah. it's a priority for me at this point.
0: And, you know, so many creative people, I feel, sit around waiting to be rescued, sitting around waiting to win that lottery. So for a long time, I was writing screenplays and I'd send them out to Hollywood and I'd cross my fingers and nothing would happen with them. And that process got real frustrating real quick because there is no freedom to that. There is no independence to that. For for that process, you're putting your hopes and dreams in the hands of someone else who does not care at all about your hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. So independence is ultimately to me about doing what you're meant to be doing right now. So it's not about waiting for permission, not about waiting until you're ready. Even it means putting yourself out there, even if you don't have the money, even if you don't have the time, even if you don't have the connections. Uh, and ultimately you're taking the power away from those gatekeepers separate you from your dreams for, for filmmaking it's in Hollywood but those gatekeepers exist in every single industry and you know they they exist for a reason because the people in charge want to retain that power so that they draw this line and they make up this fictional gate that's not really there so that they retain that power right as long as they're on that side and you're on this side then they're gonna hold that power over you but the mm-hmm. way that we can take that power back is to make stuff on our own wherever we're at
1: yeah and that's it's not to say that you know you have to quit your day job for a lot of filmmakers filmmaking starts out as a passion project or a hobby kind of thing because you still have to pay your bills we're definitely not advocating for you to go out and be homeless and live in a van or anything like that and like get that true like <laughs> unless that's what you're experience. passionate about yeah i mean like if that's what you really want to do then that's all the power to you, do yeah. it. But you know, you still have responsibilities in your life. And for a lot of filmmakers, especially the independent ones, you're gonna have to have a day job or you know, a few side <clears throat> gigs to be able to fuel and fund your passion projects. And there are so many people out there in the world that do that with their other hobbies and everything, you know. Those are the people that work to work so that they can fund yeah. what they enjoy doing, whether that's traveling or woodworking or or creating films.
0: Absolutely, because part of the truth of that is the second that you have to make a living at doing what you're doing, there are creative expressions that you have to make sacrifices for, right? You have to compromise on your vision because you all of a sudden it's a product that you have to sell. And ultimately, I mean, I think the people that find the most success are the people that can find that balance between something that they have to sell and something they have to create. But, you know, when you don't have to rely on it to make you a living, you can have ultimate creative freedom with that. So the other side of this that, no one really tells you is, you know, I've done a lot of interviews with filmmakers and writers who have quote unquote made it. So they're in Hollywood, they're making a living off of doing it full time. And every single one of them I talk to feel like they still haven't arrived, that they still haven't gotten there. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the, the trouble with kind of trying to get through the gate and trying to arrive is that you never get there, that there's always a new gate, there's always a new level of arrival and that you never reach it. And so I think... You kind of have to define what your goals are, to define your own. Idea of success. You know, maybe that's money, maybe that's fame, maybe that's clout, but all of those are kind of things that are out of your control. Like I always challenge people that if you're going to set a goal for yourself, it has to be something that you can control. Like Hollywood buying a, a screenplay of mine, that's not something I can control. Mm-hmm. Writing a great screenplay, that is something I can control. I can sit down right now and write, well, I can write a screenplay. There's no guarantee that it's going to be a great one. Going out with friends and making a movie, I can do that this weekend, right? So to take things of what you want to be doing. Uh, Here's a quick, easy definition of success that I landed on very early in my career. One, find what you love to do. Two, do it every day. Um, And I think if you can apply that to your life, I think A, you're just going to, live life with more joy and more happiness because that's something that you can control. You're never going to be bitter. You're never going to have a chip on your shoulder because you can sit down and do what you love every single day. And B, I think that's where great content comes from. I think that when we focus on the work and instead of focusing on where we want our career to be, that's where we make our most beautiful work. And that's where we become great at what we're doing because we're putting in the practice.
1: Pertaining to what Hudson was saying earlier, Andre DeShields, who just won a Tony for Best Supporting Actor, or Best Featured Actor in a Musical, rather, he had shared his three rules for longevity in the business, you know, it was one, surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when they see you, two, slow is the fastest way to get where you want to go, and three, the top of every mountain is the bottom of another, so keep climbing. And I think that that wow. really pertains to every point that Hudson just hit because, you know, like you want to be surrounding yourself with the people that you trust, you like, and they like you and they can tolerate you. And then things aren't going to happen overnight. Like Hudson was saying, a lot of times it's a slow burn. And whether that's in your independent making, like filmmaking, or that's in your constantly submitting scripts to Hollywood and hoping that something's going to happen. You know, it's gonna be a slow burn. That's great. I
0: will, I will see your quote and raise (laughs) you a quote by one Mister Don Cheadle, who plays, uh, you know, War Machine. Among many other things in the MCU. Well, he plays one thing <laughs> in MCU, like, other things in other movies. Yeah, he, he's also a Thor. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, I've always loved this quote from him. He says, work hard, but know that it's not necessarily going to mean you'll get what you want. And that's not the goal anyways. It's the work.
1: That's a good one.
0: Yeah. So uh, just embrace the work. Work hard. Keep going at it. Don't focus on where you're going to be. Focus on where you're at and make make beautiful things with beautiful people.
1: Yeah. And it's a process. That is a bumper sticker. Look at us just turning out bumper sticker quotes. Left and right. I'm going to start a side business. Oh, is that it? I guess so. What? Did we change any lives today? Oh, I like to think that I change lives every day, even on those days that I interact with zero humans.
0: You do. You do. (laughs) Change your own life.
1: True,
0: true. Alrighty. so you can find us on the internet at mirrorboxfilms.com where you can read more articles about creative independence. We've got a few interviews coming up this month that I think you'll be very excited
1: about. Woot woot. You can also find us online at Mirrorbox Films on Twitter, Instagram,
0: and Facebook. And that does it for this week. So I guess we will see you next time. Bye.